everybody, and welcome to So It's Come to This, a Simpsons Family Podcast. I am the father, Brian. What is up? Oi. It's me. Hi. Where are you? Eh, they know by now. Maybe they don't. We don't have maybe, new viewers. Well, maybe, maybe, well, we don't have viewers. Yeah, we don't have any viewers. Maybe they're just turning, tuning in, and they're like, who is that charismatic young man? And you didn't say your name, so then they turned it off immediately and threw their phone into a dumpster fire and then flipped you off oh well that's brendan <laughs> oh are you pointing at I'm me pointing at you or to me both what one at and to now oh, they're definitely giving me the finger my name's Corey, and i'm the mother and um i'm i i would like to maybe apologize to people who weren't fans of the mickey mouse club for our last podcast but um i'm not i'm i'm not going to apologize for my love of jc jose or tony luca good for any of the other ones all right it's your turn um yo i'm back and who are you (laughs) i'm kaylin she's back everyone kaylin is back I mean, she's back for now. Next podcast, she might throw another temper tantrum. What? You, you're a teenager. She never threw a tamp tantrum. Eh, I just get headaches. She just wasn't feeling it. So glad to hear that. We're glad to see that we have everybody back. What? We're glad to hear. Time. Yes. Well, they're glad to hear. So everybody. How do you know they're glad to hear? Because Kalen was missed. <laughs> we have an email to prove it. But before we get to that, Corey, why don't you take us to our romper room shout-out? Oh, dang it! Right now? Oh, boy. It's always the beginning. <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to get my magic mirror out. My magic mirror has cobwebs on it because it's spoopy season. Oh, spoopy. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to clean it. Ready? <laughs> oh, my God! The noise gets worse every time. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, I'm looking at my magic mirror, magic mirror, magic mirror, and I see my friend Caleb. He's first this week because I forgot him last week. Sorry, Caleb. You forget him. You threw him in there at the end. Yeah. Uh, I see my friend Jess. I see Mike and Susie and Maurice, otherwise known as Boogeyman's Closet. Their last podcast was um, on, I believe, Urban Legends, which is my one of my favorite movies. But I digress. Uh, I see... Who else? Kaylin? I see Kaylin. She's sitting right in front of me. But I'm looking in the mirror now. I see Joey. I see my friend Amy. I see Jay. I see uh, my friend... uh, I mean, everyone's friend. Don John... Buffalo's own Don Johnson. Buffalo's own... Well, it's Buffalo's own Don Johnson, Kaylin. Pay attention. (laughs) I see Teresa... I see Carl, I see Patrick, I see uh, my friend Kristen. I would be remiss if I didn't apologize because um, I keep forgetting to say another friend of mine who listens to the podcast, she probably doesn't anymore, but I mean, she did. Her name's Lindsay, she's married to Patrick. Hello, Lindsay. I see uh, Timothy, I see... uh, Well, Nikki doesn't listen to the podcast, but if she ever does, hello, Nikki, I see you. 
Whether uh, you like it or not. I mean, <laughs> hey, I see Kyle and, uh, well, ah, forget those people. Let's get on to the real ones. TJ and Cash, Karen and Georgia, Sterling Kane Brown. Johnny Depp. John, nah. Did you say Sterling Kane Brown? Sterling Kane Brown. That's what the K stands for. I don't think that's Fun true. fact. Um, my friend Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, Jason Siegel. They all listen. They just don't like you. Oh. I'm pointing to you. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> um, uh, who else? John Legend, Chrissy Teigen. All of the members of the old Mickey Mouse Club, oh, except for Carrie Russell, who's too good for us. So whatever, Carrie Russell. <laughs> She's got that Star Wars money. I mean... <laughs> Hello, Tony Luca. Hello, Josh, who sang Morrissey for some unknown reason. You know, I, I've shown friends that clip. I, I showed a friend that clip, and he was like, why? Why did you show this to me? Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. I just felt like doing it, man. Um, And as always, I would, I would be remiss again. To not How mention, can you be remiss? I, I mean, have you met me? I, I would be remiss again to not mention my best friend in the entire world and the biggest. So it's come to this podcast supporter, friend of the podcast, friend of the fam, friend of humanity, my best buddy, the Silver Fox himself, Dick Gear. I swear to God. <laughs> Thank you and good night, Magic Mirror. I'm going to put it back into the cockles of my heart where it belongs. There are so many cobwebs in the cockles of my heart because it's the cockles and it's spoopy season. You didn't say Scary Mary into your mirror. <laughs> Bloody Mary. Eh, whatever. Same thing. I mean, no. maybe, like, I, I'd prefer Candyman because I'm a big fan of that movie. Guys, the this candy is, man can. Guys, this is not the Boogeyman's Closet, but go watch Candyman. Can we But not right now. Can we just start saying that the Boogeyman's Closet is our sister podcast we without asking them for permission? We've already said that many times. Okay. Go watch our sister po- go listen to our sister podcast. Why do, do you, you know how podcasts to watch work? Stuff? No. Oh and Timothy, hi Timothy. Did I say Timothy? Timothy, Timothy, Timothy. He's my friend also. Wow. He doesn't know it, but he is. All right. Well, thank you for that. So it's interesting that you mentioned Timothy because he reached out to us again for email. I mentioned Timothy like a few times. It was almost (laughs) too much. (laughs) But um, so thank you, Timothy, for reaching out to us. Um, So this week he mentions that he liked our review and had a little joke and said when we actually brought up The Simpsons. Hey. Because uh, we did talk a lot in the last episode. About uh, what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one there. And we'll let the listeners go back and listen no, to the last no, episode if they no, want to find out. No, don't listen to the last you episode. Should. So, um, Tim does agree with you in regards to kids wanting to be detectives back in the day. 100%. He says he feels like all kids kind of wanted to be detectives back then, or at least have detective powers. Tim, did you know any little hoes who wanted to be Madonna to kiss boys? I don't think anyone did. Only you. Yeah. But he did also say that he understands um, why Brendan didn't know who Nancy Drew or the Bobsy twins were. I know who little... Nancy Drew is. Okay, there you go. Is that because there's a movie? 
of her. No, I know. I've read a book. A book. I've in read your a life? book. Yeah. <laughs> total. <laughs> um, but he said he was a little surprised that I didn't know um, who the Bobsy twins are. Yeah, Tim. I, I don't agree. Know. Somehow I missed that growing up. So um, now this is one thing I'm going to bring out to the listeners here. Because Tim is mentioning that his favorite mystery series as a kid is totally forgotten now. He says he was into a series called Alfred Hitchcock Presents The Three Investigators. So he's saying he thinks it's a series that's so obscure, he's starting to wonder if he made it up in his head 40 years ago. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know if... I want to take it to the listeners. If anyone has heard of this, let us know. So that way we can tell Tim, Tim, you're not making it up. This did actually exist. (laughs) So we'll see what happens with that. Um, He also mentioned that he wasn't really watching the uh, new Mickey Mouse Club because he was in his hardcore punk 20s and way too cool for that back then. So, Yeah, I mean, different strokes for folks. Does not apply here. And he also sent an addendum email where he also mentioned that as corny as they were, he actually misses Kaylin's dated weather reports and says that it's strangely calming to know that what the humidity was in Buffalo three weeks ago. (laughs) So Tim, you got your wish. Kaylin is with us today. So again, thank you for reaching out to us. We appreciate it. Um, If any of you would like to reach out to us, um, again, you can get us on email at so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. Kaylin, you're here. Do you want to tell them about Instagram? Hi, our Instagram is so it's come to this underscore pod, but I'm never active. Oh, you should tell. But you should still message us on Instagram or Gmail, which is. Well, no, you should tell them about the real cool message we got on Instagram from Uncle Mike. Yeah, we got tagged in a very cool. Friend um, of the podcast. Friend of humanity, friend of the podcast, friend, friend to you and me. You guys know him as Uncle Mike. We know anyway, him as Anyway, we got tagged the in listeners a... listeners know him as the best local artist around. Yes, and Kaylin, poor Kaylin's <laughs> just trying to get it out yes, like you wanted her to. Yes, we got tagged. Go. Anyway, we up. got tagged in a really cool um, picture of someone making the uh, Simpsons characters look like lifelike. He was very cool. Yeah, I think... Was it a Halloween-related post, or was it just... I think this person does makeup. Okay. Some of it's, like, downright chilling. Yeah, it was kind of scary. All right, well, we'll, we'll, make we'll sure... repost it. Yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll make sure to get those it. pictures up so we all can see them. But you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, just look for So It's Come to This, and you should be able to find us there as well. What about Twitter? All right, moving on. So I do have a little bit for Ion Springfield. Um, so the first thing, um, it was announced last episode that the uh, Simpsons season 31 was going to be streaming on Disney Plus, and it is now streaming on Disney Plus. So if you want some of those newer episodes, go ahead and take a look there. They are there as of now. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, um, I know the kids didn't watch this yet, but Corey and I watched it. Uh, the season 32 premiere of uh, The Simpsons featured a new actor. Uh, it featured Alex Desaire, 
who was voicing the character of Carl Carlson. So this is the latest instance of characters of color being recast. So um, obviously he took over the role. Uh, there was some positive feedback, followed with uh, Simpsons producer Al Jean tweeting, a warm Simpsons welcome to Desire on Sunday. Fan reaction was mixed, though. Um, but now, Corey, I wanted to mention this to you. Desire has many voice acting credits, okay. including Nick Fury in the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. All right. He's also one of the lead singers of ska band Hepcat. <gasps> what? I love Hepcat. What? And he's also, he's a longtime actor. He was in Swingers. Really? He was in, he's Charles in High Fidelity. Okay. He was also on A Different World in Beverly Hills 90210. What? And Boy Meets World. Oh my god. And um, a more recent credit was he was on Better Things. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. So there you go. The guy from Hepcat is now voicing Carl Carlson. That's crazy. So now, Corey, I mentioned we saw it. So what did you think of him? I, you know what, honestly, if you didn't tell me... It was a different actor. Like, there were a few little things where I went, oh, yeah, that sounds different. But, like, for the most part, I didn't notice anything. Yeah, it really wasn't. It was Carl Carlson. Yeah, it wasn't anything, like, shocking or, like, you know, sometimes when they recast and you're like, oh, my gosh, this just doesn't sound right. But, no, I thought he did a, a really nice job. And oh, my God, I'm so excited. It's the lead singer of Hepcat. <laughs> yep. So um, everyone, go listen to Hepcat right now. So yeah, so like, don't I even agree. finish this podcast. <laughs> so I agree. Um, I thought he did a very nice job, and be interesting to see um, what else he's going to do. There hasn't been any announcement if he's going to be voicing any other characters, which would probably make sense, especially how they tend to cast The Simpsons. Like I think it would kind of be a weird decision to have him only voiced one character. You know, so it might make sense for him to do some more. So we'll see what happens. Um, so, of course, uh, news went out about Donald Trump and his recent battle with COVID-19. So once again, we reported this several episodes ago. People are trying to say that The Simpsons predicted his death. So it's essentially the exact same thing we posted before, that people found a picture of Donald Trump in a coffin looking like it was made from The Simpsons, and it's not real. Someone made it up, but again, they're trying to say, oh, they predicted the future again. So once again, this is still a hoax. And uh, the last thing I wanted to mention... And, like, to be honest, I don't think The Simpsons would, like, try to predict a death. Right. Like... Even if it's, your, if it's your worst enemy, you don't wish that upon anyone. Right. And I try to teach the kids that, and I, that's all I have. Okay. <laughs> um, and the last thing I wanted to mention was that premiere of uh, Season 32 actually premiered to very big numbers. Oh. So they're saying this was mainly thanks to a strong NFL lead-in. Uh, the return of Homer, Marge, and company delivered a 2.0 rating among adults, 18 to 49, and drew 5.5 million total viewers which is more than double the previous season premiere in both of those metrics. So um, I guess good news for The Simpsons. Like, I have been wondering, you know, is it starting to lose its luster and things like that? Well, a lot of people say lost it a long time ago. But I guess if they keep getting good ratings like this, it makes sense that they're still going. So um, good for them. All right, so that takes us to the end of our Ion Springfield segment. Now, what about our Since She's Here... 
Are you ready for the f first in a while? <laughs> what? Useless weather update. <laughs> You guys have to go home at some point. <laughs> I'm trying. Okay, hi. Hi. Welcome back. We Thanks. missed you. Right now it's 7.26 p.m. Yes. Eastern time. Great. And it's 51 degrees Fahrenheit. And it's cloudy and there's 5% chance of rain through 8 p.m. And uh, the... Uh, She's pointing to you. What's pop? The... <laughs> What's that in knots? Oh my god. It's the two things I say during this. I don't even know what she was talking about. Okay, today the pollen is... I got an ad. Today. <laughs> what is even going on, I think she's on, out of man? practice. Today the pollen count is 0 0.1 low, and the top allergens are ragweed and sagebrush. Brush. Sagebrush? Sage <laughs> All right, what about our news and views segment? Oh, that's me. Hang on. God, you, you would think, like, that this is new to everyone. Like, it's our 26th episode here. Okay, so, I have very sad news and views about my friends Chrissy and John Legend. Um, they lost their third baby. Um, it was a little boy, and they had been calling him Jack. So, that is very sad, and... Tots and pears are with you. Did you say tots and pears? I said what I said. Uh, okay. <laughs> also, Regal Theaters confirmed to close again indefinitely starting what? October 8th. Yeah. No. I mean, they're hardly uh, opened around here, so... Well, not hardly, they aren't. Where else are we supposed to go? So, and it is because... Tenant was a highly anticipated movie that was supposed to make a lot of money, and it only brought in $10 million in the opening weekend. So. Yeah, and I heard the straw that broke the back was them pushing Bond back again. Yes. Because that was going to be in November, but... Now it's back to uh, April of 2021, I believe. So, and, um, I don't know, there's not a lot going on in the world... I mean, that's not political, and I don't want to tread upon political things, except everyone should be kind to one another. Um, and vote. Get out and vote. Yeah, yeah vote. Everyone vote. vote. I can't vote, but you can, so vote. Do yes, it. so you can vote, but also be nice to each other. That's that's about it. Okay. Tony Luca has a Instagram Live coming up. You said that was about it. Tony Luca, he's a former member of the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes, everyone knows. I'm I'm going to try to include one piece of info from the Mickey Mouse Club now. Great. Until the end of time. Can't wait. So we're gonna be cutting this segment is what you're saying? No. That's a hundred percent not what I'm not what we're doing. All right. Well thank you for that. Um so let's get into our episode breakdown here. So for 
since we are into, as Corey mentioned, spoopy season, spoopy season. in October, um, we made the decision that we were going to do a Treehouse of Horror episode. Um, I'm hoping to try to do something special for an upcoming episode as well, so details for that may be forthcoming, but we shall see if that um, comes to fruition. But if not, we will at least do one more Treehouse of Horror in October. Um, we'll see how many we can get to, but um, we'd like to... Are we going to do my favorite one? I don't know. We shall see. So for this one, we actually decided, since Kaylin was going to be joining us back... Kaylin, why don't you tell them what you're kind of obsessed with right now? I've seen Sweeney Todd, like, probably 12 times now. In, what, a month? <laughs> yeah, one month. Um, three times with my friends. Okay. Different friends? So no. you're introducing different friends. No, today. the same friends. Okay. Two two friends. Okay. Um, and I'm like dyeing my hair similar to Sweeney's haircut, and because I have the same hair as him, and I I love Johnny Depp and Tim Burton and Sweeney Todd. All right, so with that in mind, we chose a Treehouse of Horror episode that has a Sweeney Todd parody in it. So, Brendan, why don't you tell our listeners what we're going to be doing? Hello, and welcome (laughs) to our 26th episode. (laughs) Our 26th main... The main part of our 26th episode. That's gone. It's of Treehouse of Horror 20. It is from season 21. Episode 4, the production was L-A-B I'm gonna leave. It originally I'm gonna throw this chair at you. It was directed by Mike B. Anderson and Matthew Schofield. It was written by Daniel Chun. It has no guest stars, it has no chalkboard gag, and it has no couch gag. Okay, I don't know what that was, but okay, thank you for that. How I do you mean, like my reporter voice, I don't like everyone? It. That's I what don't that like was? Uh huh. I'm, I'm gonna try out a new voice every time I do that. Great. So, Kaylin, you're gonna start reading it? Reading what? Never mind. No, I'm not. <laughs> Alright, so going into our episode here, a few things that I noticed very quickly, um, or a few things that I found in my research. So this episode aired before Halloween, which, um, now Corey, you used to watch all these episodes back in the day of the yeah. Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember for a long time? They were, what? After Halloween. Yes. Yeah. And it was mostly because Fox had the World Series and it con- con- conflicted the world what and whatnot. Now? The World Series, the baseball. Ugh. <laughs> so this it's was actually... This was actually the first time, as Brendan mentioned, it aired on October 18th. This was the first time that the episode aired before Halloween in 10 years. Oh. So the last time it happened, of course, was 1999. Um, This episode, of course, as Brendan mentioned, was from 2009. So this was the first time it happened in 10 years. Oh. Uh, This particular episode won an award for Best Writing in a Television Production. It won an award. It did, a major award. At the 37th Annie Awards... Now, you're probably like, well, that's not a major award. Did you mean Emmy? Annie. A-N-N-I-E. You're spelling Emmy wrong. Annie Awards are accolades from the Los Angeles branch of the International 
Animated Film Association. So it has to do with mostly animated things. Oh, it doesn't have to do with the red-headed orphan? It does not. And it was set up to present, to recognize excellence in animation shown in cinema and television. Uh, This was also the very first Treehouse of Horror that was filmed in HD. So I don't know if anybody could see and feel that it looked a little bit different than some of the Treehouse of Horrors of the past that we've watched. Um, Consequence of Sound, which is a uh, internet site, it rated this to be the ninth best Treehouse of Horror episode. What? Yeah. So, um, at the very end, um, there's a part where they're in the theater and Kodos is shushing everyone. Yes. Does everyone know what that's a reference to? Yeah, the Columbia Pictures. Gracie Films. All right, good times. All right, so let's get into this. So, of course, uh, being Treehouse of Horror, there's not acts, but there's three different segments. Uh, of course, each of them was different. But in this particular episode, since they didn't do a couch gag, they had kind of an extended introduction. So, in this introduction, we saw classic monsters, Dracula, the mummy, huh? Frankenstein's monster, and the werewolf, all heading out for Halloween. As they're heading out, they're mocked by Jimbo, who's dressed as Master Chef, Dolph, dressed as Black Spider-Man. Wait, did you say Master Chef? Yes, or Master Chief. You meant Master, Master Chief. Master Chef. Chief, not Master I Chef. I mean, <laughs> listen, those are very two very different things. Yes, they are. <laughs> and the best part is, I have it spelled Chief, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> You could tell I'm not a big fan of that uh, video game. <laughs> All right, so Jimbo is Master Chief. Weren't you Master Chief one no. year for something? I don't like that game. You don't like Halo? Halo's great. Nah. Anyways. Who J- were you at Brendan's party? I was Solid Snake. Yeah, that's totally okay. different. No. If you think that Master Chief and Solid Snake are the same person, I need to leave this room. <laughs> Well, hang on. Oh, keep keep talking. Right. Keep talking. So, anyways, Jimbo is dressed as Master Chief. Dolph is dressed as Black Spider-Man, and Kearney is dressed as the Joker. And so they make fun of them for their old costumes. So they go shopping for new ones. My favorite thing is uh, who is it? I think Nelson. No, or Jimbo says Turner Classics Movies called. They want their costumes <laughs> yes. back. So, of course, they get sad about that, and they go into the costume shop, and uh, they all have different costumes on. Yes? Um, who was dressed as Black Spider-Man? Uh, Dolph was. I really wanted him Isn't to that stroll away and start snapping. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> so, um, and they did have some pretty interesting costumes. Uh, Dracula comes out looking like Iron Man. Werewolf comes out looking like Harry Potter. The Mummy as Jack Sparrow. And my favorite. Yes. Frankenstein as Spongebob. Of course. Um, Now, interesting, I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but the werewolf being dressed as Harry Potter, there's a connection to werewolves and Harry Potter. Yeah. Rumus Lupin. Mm. So perhaps... No. They were trying to do that. No. I don't know. Ryan. But <laughs> so, anyways, the you monsters. Are drawing. <laughs> I'm trying. He's here. he's reaching. I'm reaching. 
So they end up uh, showing up at the Simpsons house where there's a party, and Marge is very... Martini drunk. Yes, inebriated. Um, And as they're there, the monsters decide to hit on some of the ladies there. Uh, Their wives show up, give them a hard time. Homer steps in and says, Lighten up, ladies. It's not cheating if you're in a costume. And then they kill him. Yes, and they don't like that well. And they promptly remove his head, and it lands in the punch bowl with two X's over his eyes to indicate Treehouse of Horror 20. Um, So at that party, Lenny and Carl, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Corey, they were dressed as the Blues Brothers. Yes. And, of course, Homer is Zorro. Um, So anything that we want to say? Of course. Who knows that? You saw the episode. (laughs) You saw him. Who knows that? So before we move on, any uh, other thoughts about this introduction? Yeah, I thought it was real long for not a good enough payoff. Mm-hmm. Like if it if it had a better payoff, right? Like I was like, okay, where's this going? Yeah. I was interested, mm-hmm. but the payoff wasn't right. Wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really liked was when Frankenstein goes through the wall and then goes back in and turns his power off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but. Um, and thoughts on the monsters cheating on their wives? It's weird. <laughs> like, yeah. It's weird. What was that all about? I didn't like it. Yeah, that wasn't cool. So, not quite sure what they were going for there, but, but yeah, Brendan and I agree with you, I think they seem like they were really setting up something really cool, and it just kind of fizzled out at the end. Oh, except the part when, uh... Uh, the mummy's wife comes in and it's like, you know, do you even know these guys? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. I'm just talking to my, uh, my buddy, uh, pal over here, <laughs> whatever he says. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, all right. So, uh, nothing else that we'd like to say about no. that? All right. So let's move into our first one. So our first one was dial M for murder. Or press pound to return to main menu. That is correct. So this is a parody of Strangers on a Train. Uh, Lisa gets angry at Miss Hoover for not choosing to represent the class at a reading roundup. And because of her anger, she's given detention. While in detention, she sees that Bart is there too, upon which they concoct a plan together. During their plan, Bart tells her that he will get revenge on Miss Hoover if she gets revenge from Mrs. Krabappel for putting him in detention. Crisscross. Crisscross. So Lisa ding-dong ditches Miss Krabappel. But Bart kills Miss Hoover. So later, Bart wants to figure out, while trying to figure out how girls pee, Lisa finds out that Bart killed Principal Skinner, after which Lisa proclaims that she has to kill Bart herself. While chasing him around with a knife, they eventually get onto the merry-go-round, and Lisa ultimately chooses not to kill him, so she throws her knife in the air instead, which then plummets back down, killing Bart. And then Lisa and Mrs. Kerbopple walk off smiling at one another. So, of course, this whole segment, there are tons of nods and parodies to Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Psycho, of course, um, is the music that's playing mm-hmm. throughout the majority of the, the segment. It's in black and white. Right. Uh, Strangers on a Train, um, as I mentioned, was kind of like used there. North by Northwest, Spellbound, and a reference to the film Vertigo. Mostly the Vertigo effect that they have. And of course the title, which is Dial M for Murder. Yep. 
So, all right. So thoughts on this segment from anyone? What did you think? Things that you liked, things you didn't like? Crisscross. I am not the person to ask because I know nothing about what it was parodying. Yeah, but just even not knowing what it was parodying and everything, like, what were your thoughts? Because obviously you'll have different thoughts than Corey, who probably got the majority of the references. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fine. It was probably better if I got any of the jokes. Mm -hmm. But it, it was fine. So what did you think of the whole um, crisscross and ding dong ditch reveal? That it's just <laughs> wacky. <laughs> there was a big oof moment. Okay. When uh, Miss Hoover announces who won some award in the very beginning, and Ralph goes, "Hooray for different face." Mm-hmm. Well, he says, oof. "Hooray for a different face." Oh. Uh-uh. Did he say different he said, face? Hooray for different for face. Different face, okay. And I was like, woof. Yeah, because when I first watched that, I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. He's saying hooray for someone nope. else. Nope. But yeah, nope. for different faces. Yeah, probably not necessarily the best thing to say. And I also like the fact that um, Lisa got detention for yelling asterisk. Asterix, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kaylin, you seem to really like that. I saw you laughing at asterisk. I'm sorry, so how are you pronouncing it? Asterix. Asterix. It's asterisk. Asterix. Asterix. No, it's SK, not KS. Tomato, tomato. No, not tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, also... Um, well, I was trying to get Kaylin to say something. One of the producers was 28 Dan's later. Yes. Yeah, the, the names were actually really good. Um... For the producers, obviously, they do that every year. They change the names of them. So, but Kaylin, what did you think of Asterix, Asterix, Asterix? It's funny. That's all you got to say about it? Yeah. <laughs> but just the way he's delivering it, too. And then that Lisa won't go along with it. And he goes, What if I say Asterix one more time? And then she's like, No, I don't think so. And he goes, Asterix. And she goes, All right, let's go. No. Oh, yeah, Crisscross. That's the, when he's saying Crisscross. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm mix, mixing that up with Crisscross. So. Yeah, so that was, if I say crisscross one more time, will that change your mind? And then she says, no, I don't think so. And then he yells it. Okay, let's go. And uh, Howie says to her, you're smart. I bet you like ideas. (laughs) And then doesn't she say, I do like ideas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Brendan, what were your thoughts on Bart at the tennis match? Jesus. (laughs) Trying to make sure he had an alibi. (laughs) Uh. No thoughts? I, you know, that is a thing that happens. <laughs> it sure is. Um, ding dong ditch, I couldn't stop laughing I love at that. that. Ding dong ditch means you kill her, then throw that ding dong into a ditch. And of course you love that, because you use ding dong all the time when all you're referring time. to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, I thought that was pretty funny. And then, of course, they double down with that later on when Bart mentions, uh, well, maybe you could just TP her instead. And she was like, oh, so, yeah, we could TP her. And he goes, yeah, torture and pulverize her. And then throw that ding-dong in a ditch. <laughs> yes. And um, when Willie's in the bathroom with them, and they're t- Bart's talking about crisscross, and Willie comes out, and he's like, yeah, it's like on my kilt. <laughs> Bart's like, you're not wearing a kilt. <laughs> he goes, oh. <laughs> um, Corey, did you happen to notice who stepped off the bus? Alfred Hitchcock. He sure did. 
So yeah, just like uh, just most like of in, his movies, yeah, he makes an appearance um, in this. So, in all of his movies, is it all of them? Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was just some. But okay. Did he give his permission for this? He was long dead. Did he give his permission? Yes, for this? from beyond the grave. Um, so it it is kind of nice though at the end to see you know Krabappel finally gets her revenge on Bart after all these years. So good for her. Although I don't understand when her head is in the um, or when she's cutting the paper, why wouldn't you go around to get your letter? Yeah. People are stupid. I would have done the same thing. It's not like you're thinking, oh, I'm going to put my head under this sharp thing. You realize you dropped something and then bend down the best way that you can to get it. Well, I remember at um, my old job, we had a paper cutter. And uh, my one colleague, Jason, he forgot to put it back down when he was done. So my boss thought it would be funny to take a horrific picture of someone like with their arm chopped off or something, and he put it on there, and he goes, this is why you put the the knife down or whatever it was. Oh, boy. And I will tell you this, he never left it up again <laughs> after seeing that, so I guess it worked. So, All right, so before we move on, um, I guess we'll just... Um, instead of talking about thoughts overall, thoughts on this particular segment. It was pretty good. I liked it. Okay. Anything that you really want to say outside of it was good and I liked it? I kind of already shared my thoughts. Okay. It was kind of boring. It was kind of boring. But I don't know what it's from. Okay. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool, especially, you know, the different look of it, doing it in black and white. It was very noir. Yes. So, but yeah, I could understand if you don't really get the references that, you know, it kind of misses the mark, so. All right, well, let's move on. So for our second one, this was Don't Have a Cow, Mankind. And in this particular one, you're laughing over there. (laughs) Yeah, because I love it. (laughs) It's great. So Krusty the Clown introduces a new version of his Krusty Burger. Burger squared. The Burger squared, yep. And this was made from cattle that have eaten other cattle in their feed. And then, grade A beef. Yes, grade A beef. And then, of course, they are then ground up and fed to the people. And the, and then serve the unholy beef on a seven-grain roll. <laughs> yeah, it was just very disturbing. So upon eating a burger on live television, Kent Brockman begins to comment on the taste before turning gray, red-eyed, and cannibalistic. Uh, this then starts a chain reaction of people getting attacked and eaten. I know Corey really liked when he bit into Krusty. And Krusty said, that's my check-cashing arm! <laughs> yes. Um, so then we see the screen kind of goes black, and then we get the and don't have a cow And it says, don't have a cow, mankind. mankind. Mm-hmm. So then we see 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. And Springfield has become overrun by zombies, which they call munchers. And the Simpsons are established to be one of the few survivors. So... One day, Bart escapes from his family's barricaded house and eats one of the tainted burgers, but it turns out to be immune to its effects. Over the phone, Dr. Hibbert tells uh, the family that Bart's immunity may be the key to developing a key to the muncher epidemic, and they must bring Bart to a so-called safe zone being established in Shelbyville. Shortly after this, the Simpsons are attacked in their house, and after a failed attempt to sneak out, they're saved by a poo driving an armored off-road truck. 
So Apu explains that he was never infected because as a vegan, he didn't eat out of the tainted beef. And as a convenience store, he's... He's armed to the teeth. Yes, he is. With a large arsenal of military-grade firearms. So the group tries to leave Springfield, but Apu crashes the truck on a, a pile of smashed cars at the edges of town. Apu goes to push the car off the pile, but the Simpsons driving away thinking Apu sacrificed himself, when actually he wanted the Simpsons to wait for him at the bottom. Um, so the Simpsons drive on, but then they run out of gas in the middle of the highway, and they walk the remaining 20 miles to the safe zone, but during their journey, Homer is bitten by Mr. Burns, which then turns him into a muncher himself, and the family decides not to kill Homer, well, Marge does, in the hopes of finding a cure. So they reach the safe zone, where Bart, being immune to the virus, is worshipped as the chosen one. However, the people there believe that cannibalizing Bart will save them from the virus. So the Simpsons think of another solution, vaccinating the remaining populace by having Bart bathe in their food before eating it. Okay? So, of course, this segment is a parody of the 2002 British horror film 28 Days Later. Such a good film. Go watch that right now. And they also mentioned a 2006 science fiction film, Children of Men. Yes, with um, with um, mm, 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 Clive Owen in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good flick also. So this particular segment was uh, shows the third time that Springfield has been overrun by zombies. Okay, I was going to say, like, this isn't the first time, right? No. Yeah. Poor Grandpa. Would you like to elaborate on that? Oh, he was outside begging for uh, them to let him in, and uh, Homer's like, "Sounds, I can't understand all that muncher talk. And they just let him get taken by a horde. Yeah. Poor Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Grandpa, indeed. It's not funny. Kayla, was there anything here that you liked in this particular episode? Uh, I liked what they did with the zombies. What do you mean? Because it was creative. But what about it that did you like? The way that the zombies came to be zombies. Okay. The way that they bit each other and became zombies? No. Just the animation of it? What, What are you trying to say here? The hamburgers. She oh, liked how they okay. ate the how unholy hamburgers. Okay, and... how it all started and everything. Okay, thank you. All right, Brennan, what about you? Uh, I thought it was. I've, I don't know. I'm kind of off zombies right now. But no, it was. It was. Got to remember too. This is like pretty much right in that prime zombie it, time yeah, in 2009. Yeah, this is right when Walking Dead started and all of that. So, but was there any like? things that you saw that you thought were funny or um well the end was with with why would you eat and drink eat the flesh and drink the blood of your savior what kind of civilized people eat the body and blood of their savior and reverend lovejoy yep (laughs) i think one of my favorite parts of this is after homer gets bit and they're trying to talk to him (laughs) He says, I think the better brains is, are you a brains of brains? <laughs> um, I like how Mrs. Lovejoy was on the car. Yeah. And um, Marge goes, I can't shoot her. She's Lisa's godmother. And Apu goes, you can apologize in hell. And Marge goes, I guess I could. <laughs> and that was kind of a shock. Like, oh, okay. Um, 
Reverend Lovejoy or Mrs. Lovejoy is uh, Lisa's uh, grand yeah. or uh, godmother. Okay. I also like Mo going a little tip. You may want to wash me before eating me. <laughs> yeah, Kaylin, what'd you think about that? All of his buddies carrying him off to eat him, <laughs> and him saying that he thinks he should be washed before he gets eaten. It's funny. <laughs> I also. There was also a little blip where you could see Ralph eating his own arm. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, zombie Ralph eating his own arm. <laughs> That's great. And uh, when Homer tries to beat Bart with the book, mm-hmm. and Lisa goes, That's the last book left! And it's Arsenio's autobiography. <laughs> and she goes, That's fine. I, I was very impressed with... Uh... Dr. Hibbert's multitasking. Yes. And my favorite my favorite line is when he's like, Tell my wife I love her and Homer goes, When you say I, do you mean you or do you mean he goes, me? Tell her I love her or you. And then he goes, I guess I'll just high five her. Yeah, I'll just give her a high five. <laughs> and um the the great reveal of um Rainier Wolfcastle showing up yes. to try to save the family. And then, of course, he's based on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. yeah. And then when he gets attacked, they say another politician that doesn't keep their promises. Also, the Simpsons have a picture of Abe Lincoln ha- hanging up in their house. Inexplicably. Oh, they did? Yeah. I didn't see you that. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, it's Abe Lincoln. And I'm like, why? Because he's the best president. Um, oh, Brendan, what did you think of the zombies with the, the window? Zombies with the window. The two zombies walking across the street with the glass. <laughs> that was that was a good joke. That was that was a good joke. And they go crashing through it in the car, and they're like, "Hey, we need windows too." <laughs> yeah, I wrote down poor grandpa as well because yeah, you're right, and poor Apu. Yeah. Like he did everything to save the family. He goes out there. Yeah. Saves them again, and they just take off. It's Treehouse of Horror. That's what always happens. Yeah, it's true. So, all right. So, uh, final thoughts on this one. I like this one. Yeah, I think this is definitely one of their better ones that they've done. Um, Kaylin, thoughts? It was good. I liked it. It was, I like it. Yeah, because <laughs> zombies are cool. <laughs> you need to give was a little Was it good more. and you liked it? Yeah. You got you okay. got to give a little more when you're talking about stuff. You got to tell us why you liked it. Was there oh. a joke you really liked? I already told you the uh, zombie concept. Okay. All right. Thoughts on this one? I thought it was fine. Yeah. It was it wasn't the best trios of horror. It wasn't the worst. Okay. The best trios of horror obviously being Pennsylvania. <laughs> Disagree. Use it all the time. All right, but yeah, I liked it too, um, and I've I always like zombie things too. So I thought this was kind of an interesting take on the whole. Zombie you didn't thing. like zombie things when we met. That's true. You turned me on to them, so that is definitely true. For why? Hmm. For why? Why didn't I like them? Yes. That just wasn't something I was into. I wasn't really into horror movies or anything until I met hor- until I met Corey. <laughs> Oh my god, what did you almost call me? Because I was saying horror movies. <laughs> so I, it... I, I know what he said. Uh-huh. So, but yes, so since then, I mean, I watched a few here and there, but I wasn't really a huge fan of them. So thank you for introducing me to 
some horror movies. I'll say some, because some of them you watch are not very good. Lies. Listen. Some of them you don't watch because they're good. Some of them you watch for the sheer camp value. Ask Mike Alvarez. Okay. All right. So let's get into our last one. This is favorite one. There's no business like Mo Business. So There's this, no business like Mo Business, like Mo Business, I know. That's true. <laughs> so, of course, this one is a, is a parody of Sweeney Todd, the Derman, demon ha, 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 ha. barber of Fleet Street. Did you almost say Derman? I don't know what I almost said. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and they chose to do this as a play, or a stage play. I like that yeah, idea. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Um, so Homer and Marge are at Moe's Tavern together while Moe is cleaning a mug. Before before we go on about the play idea, okay, they've done that before on Treehouse of Horror, Treehouse of Horror both one and two, with Marge coming out on the stage. Oh, you mean this yeah, is but that's the just disclaimer. the very beginning. Yeah, but then the curtains open. Yeah, but and then you that's start the last. The show. That's the last thing. Yeah, really but mentioned. it's kind of still. No, not really. As if it's on a stage. All right. You just don't. It's just not as prevalent. As it is in... Yeah, there's not a crowd. It's not played up for jokes. Right. Played up for jokes? I hate you. Ah. Anyways, so Homer and Marge are at Moe's Tavern, together while Moe's cleaning a mug, and Barney's sitting at the bar. Homer falls down the door that leads to the boiler room and is impaled into a brewing machine. Moe doesn't want Marge to know what has happened, so he tells her that Homer wants to leave her in order to see what it's like to be gay. They drink beer together, which got mixed with Homer's blood, and Marge chooses to say yes, but later Homer appears with the brewing machine still attached to him and attacks Mo. <laughs> Even though Homer is a brewing machine has a brewing machine through his back, Marge still loves Homer. Uh, during the intermission between all of this, Kang and Kodos are within the massive audience, uh, and Kang says that this is the best play in light years. And, of course, Kodos reminds him that... Light years measure distance, not time. So when you the play, know what I meant. <laughs> when the play is over, in a parody of the show's ending theme, uh, everyone in the segments, except Kang and Kodos, sing Number XX to the tune of the Simpsons theme song. And the cast sings to the audience and tells them that they hope they enjoyed this year's Halloween show. And as they finish the song, the no- Roman numerals for 20, X and X, land down behind them. Kodos then shushes the audience, a la Gracie Films, as we mentioned earlier, and gestures at Kang, who has fallen asleep while a playbill issue is on his helmet. So, of course, this uh, No Business Like Mo Business is a parody of the song No Business Like Show uh, I Business. I just sang it for you. From Annie Get Your Gun. And um, we mentioned that, of course, this is a parody of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. So, anything that anyone would like to bring up with this particular episode? I have a question for Kalen. What? Why is he called a demon? Because he kills people. He's a serial killer. Right, but why is he called a demon? Because... I think she just explained it. <laughs> because he's murdered, like, a million different people. But so he's evil. Aren't, but Right, but, like, aren't demons supposed to be, like, non-human entities? It's not literal. Yeah. He's a figurative demon. Wait a minute. Yes? There's No Business Like Show Business is also a movie with Ethel Merman in it. Okay. Which is why I was singing it like that. Ooh. 
And she sings that song. There's no business like show business like no business I know. That's Ethel Merman. Kaylin, she's singing a song. What does that mean? We're going to get sued. <laughs> there it is. It's been a while. It has. It All right. So um, any parts of this episode that anyone would want to talk about? Um, Mo's hair caught, gets caught on fire. Why does it get caught on fire? Because he's flying around on the rigs, and um, he bumps into a stage light. Which then falls on his head afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to mention that Homer was dead for like a week. He was dying. Well, he wasn't dead. Yeah, he was dying. He was slowly bleeding out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why was Barney dressed like the Phantom of the Opera? Just because. Okay. He felt like it. Yes, because he felt like it. Um, I thought it was interesting, the cobra down the pipe, when he says that mm-hmm. there's mice in the pipe again. So he drops a cobra down there. Also, when um, Moe's talking about the beer, when Homer's blood gets into it, and he mentions that it's loyal like drinking your best friend. The guys... The yes, guys the guys say that. That's right. Say that. Yep. Rosy, cozy, bubbles in my nosy. <laughs> Er, can we talk a minute about the uh, letter from Homer? <laughs> Bart, Linda, and the other one there. So, the letter from Homer, written on stationery, as hey, here's Mo a says. Letter, here's using... a letter from Homer on my stationery, in my handwriting, using my idioms. And speech patterns. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he says, Dear Midge, you probably hate me now, and if you don't, what's wrong with you? And then yes, as Corey mentioned, he mentions Bart, Linda, and the other one. <laughs> The other one there, <laughs> and then I, and then home, and then Mo goes. Oh, read on. It gets gayer. It gets gayer. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that also. Homer's song. Frankly, my dear, to not be queer just makes me want to puke. <laughs> that was. <laughs> you know, I. There have been many things. Yes. That The Simpsons has done. Mm-hmm. I'm not elaborating. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kalen, thoughts on this song? Because obviously this was at a different time. Things have changed now. Mm-hmm. So. I don't even know. Is it cringy? Was it still funny? Is it offensive? I mean, it's funny to me, but I mean, that's probably because I'm part of it. And I feel like other people would get offended by it, but... Although I feel like it kind of towed the line where, like, it was it was funny, but it wasn't like they weren't making fun of, right. <laughs> you know, people that are gay or things like that. So, um, so I thought it was fine. I thought it was pretty funny. And as we've discussed before, I mean, The Simpsons has been pretty good with... Um, making fun of everyone well, instead of yes. making fun of one Yes, but I was going to say being open-minded in regards to um, homosexuality and their culture and things like that. So, mm-hmm. And especially even at a time when that really wasn't happening. So, um, One of the lines I really liked was Mo says, a little more hemoglobin and, and your, your wife, wife will, will be, be disrobin. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is at the end of the letter how Mo goes, letters don't lie. <laughs> So, now, what about the, the cell phone for uh, uh, Mrs. Skinner, Agnes? 
when she picks up the phone in the crowd. Now, I know I have quite a few uh, folks surrounding me here that have been in plays and whatnot, so... Have, have any of you ever experienced this? Yeah, I, I was in plays way before cell phones were in use. So That's true. That's I cannot true. answer but that. But I'm sure there was other disruptions. Or no. Pagers! So, Brendan, you just said yes. I have a drug deal I have to get to. <laughs> Enough of this high school crap. <laughs> so, Brendan, you just said yes with cell phones. Oh, yeah. So, like, what has All happened? Middle of the show once castmate's phone starts ringing in their costume. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, now did they go times. with it and answer it? No. <laughs> and use that as part of the show. No, it was it was not in a time where cell phones so were. So which one was this? <laughs> um, trying to remember the exact... I don't think it was... I think... I think it was Don't Drink the Water. Okay. Oh, so it wasn't the musical. No, okay. no. But still. <laughs> That's great. I have. We obviously didn't go to that one because I don't remember that. You didn't we go to did every night. We did go to, we yes, didn't go but, to every night. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We didn't go yeah. to that night. Yeah. Don't make it sound like we're bad parents. No, we've gone to everything that they've done. We do go to their stuff. <laughs> All their stuff. So. Yeah. But no, I, I thought that was funny and read some things about this people you know and their thoughts of this episode and everything and they thought it was really funny just how they were kind of poking fun at broadway and broadway Mm -hmm. culture and you know things like that so yeah um and then yes mo uh says to marge he reminds her that you know she can do worse (laughs) and uh lenny and carl also say the same thing which i thought that was funny they were in the crowd interacting with the crowd Mm -hmm. and they're like on top of people and everything um, like cats. Yes. <laughs> and I will say, too, that um, Mo has some really weird kinks. I can only make love in the back of a hearse. And I have to pretend that I'm a civil, a civil war nurse. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was a little out there. Um, and then the last thing I have here that I really liked was uh, Homer, when he says to Marge, can you love a man that is half beer? I always have. <laughs> you know what? I would, if if you, if your blood was in a craft beer, I'd drink it. Okay. Uh, That's... You know, <laughs> there are times when it's TMI, <laughs> but there are times where it's I'm just, just saying, man. triple TMI. <laughs> so that's good. No. I win. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Insert applause here. (laughs) All right, well, Kaylin, I'm going to turn to you now because you're the expert on Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, how did this hold up? Like, did this do a good job? It wasn't really like Sweeney Todd, but I really liked it. Okay. I mean, it had the same basic idea, but that's what I like because that's what they do in the Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, almost none of the Simpsons parodies are like that close. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a complete retelling. Would you like to see a retelling of the Simpsons? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So okay, two-hour movie. So let's let's do this then. Why? So, Kaylin, if you could make a Simpsonized version of Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. who would you cast? 
All of them. Yes, but who would oh play the roles? Oh my god. Um, I think... I mean, you don't have to do every single role, but just give us, like, the main roles. Who do you think? I mean, Wiggum, obviously, would be the police officer. What police officer? Oh my god! There's... Isn't there a police officer? Pretty oh, sure there's a police officer the ge- no. that's investigating. He's not a police officer. Oh, he's, he's a detective. Um, no, I don't remember what he is, but he's friends, like, he's, he has some really close, um, thing with the judge. Mm-hmm. So, he's not a police officer, though, but, uh, probably we go, and Mr., no, Smithers, and Mr. Burns as the judge, I don't remember his name. Okay. Um. Wow, watch this movie 12 times and you still don't remember <laughs> well, th- people's those are, names. those are minor characters. Joanna? There is a judge in The Simpsons. I don't know who Joanna would be. Probably a new character. Yeah, you I can't would say do, cast a new character. You can't you do Joanna with it. You can't not do Joanna with anyone. Um, Anthony, I think Anthony would be. I can't do this. Uh, there's so many characters. All right. Well, what about Sweeney Todd? Sweeney would be either Mo or Homer. Well, which one? Who would you rather it be? Why? <laughs> what about... Okay, wait. I mean, most twisted about... enough to be Sweeney Todd. <laughs> wait, wait. Homer as Sweeney and Mrs. Lovett as Mo. <laughs> Mo's Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> Alright. I'm in. I'll do it. Wait! Yes. Wait, wait. Um. So then would Lisa be Joanna? Because it's... If it's no, Homer... No, it's weird! Lisa could be Joanna. And Lisa then... could be Joanna. Wait, no, she can't be. Then you would have to have, like, Ralph Wiggum be Sweeney. What? If Lisa was Joanna. No, Joanna is his Joanna's daughter. Joanna's his daughter. Oh, right. I was thinking that was the love interest. It's no, been a while no. Since Anthony is the love interest. And But I think it would be weird because the judge wants to marry Joanna. So it would be weird for... Maybe Lisa was older. Maybe Nelson could be the judge. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what about... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, I think that Bart could be... What's his name? The Kid. I don't watch this movie. Oh my god. I know who you're talking about. The one that comes out first, right? And does the song. Yeah, wait, wait. My friend was texting me. He's like the Artful Dodger. He's like Gavroach. Yes. Um, what is his name? Toby. Okay. Toby. Toby. Tobias. I could come up with a whole list. I just, I can't do it on the top of my head. All right. Okay, so final thoughts on this segment. What did we think? Yes, best. Yeah. Yes, best. Mm-hmm. We like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked it. Hey, did they ever do a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? No. <laughs> Good. I mean, they've referenced it. Like, they've been dressed. I think there was an episode where, um, I believe Dr. Hibbert is dressed like Frankenfurt. Yes, I remember that. But, but yeah, they've never actually done anything hmm. with it. Kaylin and I recast the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do you want to hear Not it? Not with Simpsons characters, but... Well, do you want to say it? If you want to, go ahead. Robert Pattinson is, um... Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter. John Cleese as the uh, criminologist, the narrator. Helena Bonham is, um... Helena Bonham Carter? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> David... Is- yeah, is her name Magenta? She's Magenta. Magenta. David Tennant as Riff Raff. James McAvoy as Brad. Okay. Damn it. 
and Rose Byrne as Janet, who was Who's Rocky. We didn't Rocky. come up. Oh, Rocky was um, Thor. Yes, Chris Hemsworth yeah. was Rocky. <laughs> okay. That we was... didn't come up with Eddie. No. Did we? Or um. Columbia. Or Columbia. Or Professor Scott. But do you like our? Yeah, that would be good. Chris Chris Hemsworth is Rocky. Yeah, that'd be good. That was Kaylin's idea. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So, I still have never seen the Rocky Horror That's Picture fine. Show, and then I have why no. Why you hate on it? I have no reason to watch it. I don't need to watch it. Kaylin, tell me. But how good when it I was, was younger, what? I used to think that <laughs> the Rocky Horror Picture Show was a horror spinoff of the Rocky movies. What? Jeez. Kaylin, tell me how good Rocky Horror is. That was Rocky Horror is really I watched good. that. <laughs> all right, but yeah, all in all, I thought this was a pretty good um, Treehouse of Horror. Like, you know, it seems like sometimes when they put out the Treehouse of Horrors, there are a few segments where you're just kind of like, eh. But I felt like all three of them were kind of good in their own separate way. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not my favorite of all the Treehouse of Horrors, but um, I thought they were pretty solid offerings, especially this late into the run, you know, this being season 20, mm-hmm. um, or season 21, I'm sorry, season 21, um, not bad, so I thought it was pretty good, so, all right, so real quick, uh, act four, does anybody have anything, so we gotta get this right. Watch me, Todd, please. I have something. What do you got? I'm listening to a new podcast. Yeah? It's called, um, Snapped, it's by, um, WNYC Productions, and it's about people, like real people, that have interactions with supernatural stuff, and each episode's like half an hour long. Wait, it's not about murder? No. It's about How's supernatural. How's possible? Well, because Karen Kilgariff told me about this. It's real good, and you should all listen to it. Okay. And also, I'm really excited about The Craft Legacy, and I hope that it doesn't let me down. It's coming out in um, on Halloween. Okay. Brendan, anything? Yeah. My Act 4 is about not doing something. Okay. Don't pick up Paper Magic right now. It's not in a good place, and everyone is very angry. But you can still pick up Arena. It's a great time to play Arena. <laughs> there you have it. Um, For me... Wait, I had something, and now what was it? Oh, I know what it was. Um, finally got through. Brendan and I kind of did this together. We finally got through all of Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, and uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. And we were very, very impressed with how Rebels finished up. And actually, The entire also, series yeah, of Rebels. The entire series of Rebels, very, very good. Um, you know, it's a couple years old now, but um, went back and watched it. Very well done if you like Star Wars. And also, the end of the Clone Wars. Don't watch the first eight episodes yeah. of the last season of Clone Wars. You they're won't not, miss much. They're not great. But the last four are very, 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 very well done. Yes. So, And we both really, really enjoyed watching those. Season 7, episode 9 through 12 was very good. Right. And I know we're a little late to the game, but when I heard that Clone Wars is coming back, I made a decision, well... You know, I want to watch all of Clone Wars before I see the final, because it had been a while since I was watching it, because um, we used to watch it when Brendan was 
um, much smaller. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of got away from it and things like that, so I wanted to watch all of it. And there's a lot to watch. So yeah, it's not that bad. There's a lot. There's I finished it in two weeks. 24 episodes and six seasons, so there's a lot to watch there. It's not that bad. So, But it goes pretty quick, of course. There are only like 25-minute episodes mm-hmm. or something like that. But So, yeah, really enjoyed that, and obviously uh, looking forward to Mandalorian Season 2. Ooh. So we'll see what's going to happen with Can't that. Can't wait. So. I, I would like to rewatch before that comes back to. I do have an actual act for that's not just don't play a game. Okay. Um, Fall Guys season two will be out by the time you guys hear this, so it's a great time to pick up Fall Guys. It's still a ton of fun. Get a couple friends together, uh, play play with a squad of four. It's a lot more fun when you're playing with people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, season two of Fall Guys. All right. Let's go. Good times. And then, Kaylin, your only thing is watch Sweeney Todd. Watch Sweeney Todd, All or right. I'll throw a pumpkin at you. <laughs> what? No, that's Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> you're Sleepy Hollow is good, too. You're getting your Tim Burton movies mixed up. <laughs> oh, also, that was the thing I was going to ask you about your um, Rocky Horror um, remake. Is Tim Burton, Tim Burton going to be uh, directing? No, because he won't. Well, maybe. I mean, if Helena Bonham Carter is involved, like, doesn't he have to be involved? In one well, no, because they split up. I know, but she's in everything that he does, so. All right, well, we got to get going here. Um, so thank you all for joining us. Like I said, we're hoping to get um, at least one more Treehouse of Horror up before the end of October, and um, we'll see what we can do with that. So thank you for joining us today. Make sure to, if you don't mind, um, tell a friend about us. And make sure to subscribe, hit that subscribe button uh, wherever you're finding this particular podcast, and give us a rate or review if you'd like. So, And, yeah, don't forget, um, we will respond to you or we'll talk to you um, if you want to reach out to us through email or messaging or any of we'll those We'll talk uh, to services. anyone. So, so we'd love to hear from <laughs> yeah. you. But, all right, so with that, let's close this out. Oops. Yo, bye. 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 Oh, wait, I didn't say my goodbye. Did. I know, I was bye. just, I was mocking Kaylin because she was like, yo, bye, oh, bye. Okay. well, do your goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Be good and enjoy aut- aut- autumnal activities. Yes. Like picking apples. We're going to pick apples and I'm so excited about that. I'm tired. How dare you. All right, and we'll smell you later, everyone. Bye. bye.